is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by Klein's Jewelry. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline. Last segment, we had Josh ADHD on from Fantasy Insiders and Roto Grinders. If you missed any of it, go to Podcast Arena and check it out. I would strongly advise you do so and do it quickly before these uh, before kickoff so you can get these guys in your lineups. That's that's honestly my favorite segment of the show. And that segment is brought to you by Sky Wonder Pyrotechnics, our proud sponsors. You have a wedding, gender reveal, football games, baseball games, anything, retirement parties, anything that you want to go a little extra and throw some bang into your night. Call my guy Nick over at Sky Wonder Pyrotechnics. You may have seen them lighting up the skies of Galveston all summer long, but Nick with Sky Wonder Pyrotechnics says the sky is the limit on what they can do. Call them now to book them for your, again, anything that you have going on, or say you just want some ideas and see what all he can offer you. The number is 281-393-2500. Call Nick, and he'll, uh, it's not so far-fetched of a thing to go do fireworks. When we first Got with the, our new sponsor. We talked about the idea, and it was Josh and I even spoke about it. Like, wow, yeah. that's that's extremely affordable. And what better to do at a wedding when everyone does the the, the normal things? The and all of a sudden you walk everyone out, and boom, there goes the firework night. And that's something that you can always remember. So once again, call Nick at two eight one three nine three two five zero zero, and don't forget to mention ESPN ninety seven five or Moneyline, so they can put you on the top of their priority list. No doubt about it, guys. Give him a call. Breaking news. News flash. All right, guys. As promised, I'm back with the actives in actives list. It came out while you guys had Josh on the line. So starting off with Leonard Fournette, you guys touched on him earlier. He's officially inactive. TJ Yeldon is officially active as his backup. Spencer Ware, he's active as well. LaShawn McCoy is out this week. Marquise Goodwin is active after missing practice all last week and being limited this week. Also on Jeffrey, it was a surprise to really see him on the injury report just because people didn't expect to see him back this week. He hadn't been clear for contact yet. So it's not a surprise that he's inactive, but look to see him come back next week considering the fact that he was even able to make the injury report this week. Now, some of the guys for tonight, Josh Gordon is questionable. He's someone I'd really stay away from just because it's his first week with the Patriots. He's coming off that hamstring injury. I'd, I'd, I'd be wait and see with him. Give him a couple weeks before you start slotting him into your lineup. Marvin Jones Jr., he's expected to play this week. And, Jerry, this one's for you, baby. Cam Meredith is active this week. (laughs) Cam! That's all I got for y'all. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate that. Kind of piggybacking off the Josh Gordon thing, since he is playing a Sunday night game, you you better have an alternative in one of those late games if you want to play Josh Gordon. So make sure you have somebody on Sunday night football or Monday night football that, that you can flip in if he turns up and he's inactive. You don't want to get burned like that. So just keep that in mind with Josh Gordon. All right, guys, uh, this is one of our other favorite segments. This is the Gal Media All-Star segment. We ask a, a lot of our little Gal Media celebrities to make some picks, and uh, let's see what they came up with this week. It's the Gal Media All-Stars Plays of the Week. The Blitz is Fred Fowler. Happy Sunday, everybody. I've got two picks for you. And first off, we'll start with an early game. The Dolphins, three-point favorites at home against the Raiders of Oakland. Give me the Dolphins here. Uh, I like this spot. The Raiders are going to be starting at 10 a.m. Pacific time. I always like this uh, angle from the East Coast. And uh, I think this is going to be another tough game for the Raiders in terms of dealing with the humidity after dealing with all the altitude last week in Denver. The other game I like a lot, Seahawks minus one and a half at home against the Cowboys. I think this is a get-right game for the Seahawks. It's a must-win game for the Seahawks. And the Cowboys coming off a division rivalry game where they look really good on a Sunday night. I expect them to bounce a little bit, especially playing in Seattle. Give me the Seahawks minus one and a half. The Benches Lancer line. All right, guys, hopefully you're enjoying the show. Let's get some winners. Let's get some winners for this Sunday's action. I'm going to stay with uh, the totals this week. I got two totals for you. One is going to be over 41 in Seattle versus Dallas. I actually am going to play the number here. I'm thinking this is an opportunity to get a relatively low number with the Seattle team that has, uh, they, despite missing Doug Baldwin, they do have some offensive firepower. They still can get the ball down the field, and I do think they'll have a chance 
to score a little bit here. We also know their defense is uh, in shambles in the back end in the secondary, and I think that's where Dallas can start to stretch their legs out offensively. So I think that this has an opportunity to be a good value play, over 41 in Dallas versus Seattle. I'm also going to go with under in Baltimore versus Denver. Baltimore obviously ran roughshod over uh, the Buffalo Bills a couple of weeks ago. This is a much, much tougher defensive team in Denver. Denver going on the road with Case Keenum, not likely to take a lot of shots down the field, I think. I think you'll, I think you're going to see two ball control all offenses here in this spot. And I think 45 and a half with these two defenses is a good value play to play it under. So let's go under Baltimore, Denver, and over in Seattle versus Dallas. Culture Maps, Eric Sandler. My first pick this week is Ravens minus five over the Denver Broncos. I like Baltimore to bounce back at home with a few extra days of rest. And I don't think Denver has looked great while barely beating Seattle and Oakland. Speaking of the Seahawks, I like under 41 and a half in their game against the Cowboys. I'm not sure which team will win, but I know that neither of those stinky offenses are going to put a lot of points on the board. Sports Maps, Holly Seymour. I'm liking the Patriots, minus 6.5 this week. With Darius Slay out and a pissed off Brady, this seems too good to be true. I'm also never really sold on Detroit anyway. Um, go ahead and give me KC minus 6.5 as well. It's still early in the season, and this is where the Chiefs always look their best. Mahomes and his offense is on fire. Besides keeping my eye on Fred Warner, my main focus is going to be Andy Reid and the Chiefs. I know Kansas City falls off around midseason, so I'm going to go ahead and ride this offense one, maybe two more times. All right, well, there we have it. Um, I want to kind of throw this one to you, Holly and Jerry. It seems like... Fred and Lance and, and even Eric, they all they all like this Seahawks Cowboys game. Seems to be a very popular pick. Uh, I'll start with you, Holly. Is there a, I don't know? Is there an over or under you like there on that play? It looks like a forty one's the number uh, for Dallas and Seattle. Um, Lance is going over on that one, and I think Eric's taking the under. Do you, do you have any thoughts on that one, Holly? I think I'm going to go with Eric on the under too. I don't think this is going to be a fun game to watch at all. <laughs> um, and I did take, I actually believe that I went with the underdog here. And I'm, I don't like saying it, but give me Dallas on that with the point. Yeah, that made you so. throw up in your mouth a little bit just saying it, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. So, A couple of numbers that stick out from this game. The underdog is 77, 77 and 52 against the spread in Cowboys games since 2010. The Cowboys are 33 and 24 as an underdog, but running into a Seattle Seahawks team that's 24 and 6 against the spread in September at home. Now, we say, hey, when you go to the 12th man, it's a hard place to play. But truth is, last year, they were dogs, home dogs four times, and all four times they didn't cover the spread. So Seattle might not be what they used to be at home. The only thing here is Russell Wilson, he's been pretty good after a loss. And and coming off a loss where he's not favored by 10. In those situations, he's 12-5 and five against the spread. So those are all numbers that look upward. All right, there you have it. All right, uh, is there anything else you're kind of feeling this week, Jerry, after after hearing the other guys' picks? Did anything kind of stick out to you that you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of on that one too? I'm kind of wondering – what Holly's thoughts are on the Texans this week, and what was your overall thoughts on them last week? Oh, yeah. First <laughs> off, I am absolutely disgusted with this team right now. Like, I hyped them up, gave them the over. You have the easiest schedule, and you're struggling against teams you should not be struggling against. The Patriots, that's one thing, week one. But week two, that was disgusting. And I'm going to, you know, this makes me, I don't even want to say this either, but I'm going Giants today, and this is really going to be a game to me, a battle of whose O-line sucks the worst. So as long as I think the Giants just have to keep their eyes on the quarterback, keep Watson in the pocket, they only have one sack this season, and they're really struggling with injuries on the defensive side of the ball. But I always like to say, with the Texans, there's always option B for the opposing team. Trust in O'Brien to O'Brien. So... <laughs> All right, Holly, uh, just for a little clarity, do you like the Giants to straight-up win today, or do you think they're just going to cover? No, I think that they're just going to cover. Uh, this, I really don't like this game at all, but I don't like Texans with that spread anyway, so I'm definitely taking the Giants with the point. 
And also, let's touch on one of Eric's picks, which I actually love. And he went against the Broncos. He took the Ravens coming off a long week. That's always good. And let's talk about what the Broncos are as far as home home and away splits. They're 1-15 and 15 now in week one and two matchups at home. And we ask yourself why. Because the altitude and those th- things of that nature. When you first start off the season, you might not be seasoned the whole way. You might not be up to 100% as far as, you know, the, your physical um, being in shape. So teams going into that altitude tend to struggle. That's why the Broncos catch them at home. They win. But when the Broncos go on the road, the truth is they do struggle. They're 1-9 since December 11, 2016 on the road. They're 2-11 since 2017. Also, whenever they're on the road, their games go under by 9.83 points. So say it's set at 35, uh, 45, it usually gets to about 36. So always, whenever they play on the road, they tend to, to struggle as a road dog. And their over-under always goes under. Oh, yeah, yeah, under. All right, yeah, that's an interesting one there. And depending on, you know, where you're betting it, uh, you know, mostly the over-under is around 46, but the point total is either five and a half or six. So it, it just depends on where you're betting it. But that is interesting. You know, you think about people coming to the altitude, but you don't think about teams leaving the altitude and going to have to play. So that's an interesting play there. Um all right, Holly, I'd like to thank thank you for joining us. We'll look forward to seeing you next week. Anything else? You, you have any other plays that you want to get out there that you feel good about before we let you go? I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I might beat myself up for this later, especially how my team played last week. But I'm going to take the Eagles here, and I caught them when it was on a 7.5 line. So I'm going to go ahead and say the Eagles really, oh. really lay it on the Colts this week. Yeah, I, I that's think what that's, I'm hoping. Okay, yeah. I'm not. I'm trying not to give up faith. I'm hoping for it. So. No, I, I think that's probably pretty sharp. My only worry is, you know, Wentz is maybe a little rusty or something. But I, I don't think he's going to have to be perfect to beat the I Colts. Thought about, I thought about it too, but then I thought about how Wentz is, and you know what? He's not going to go halfway, and he's not going to take it easy, no matter what the coaches tell him. He's Wentz. He's going to go all out, or he's not going to go in at all. So. There you go. We'll see. And, you know, he's not going to have Jeffrey this week. So something for fantasy players. It looks like Andrew said he might be back next week. So if you want to beat the waiver wire and pick up Alshon Jeffrey this week before he ends up active next week, that might be a really smart move for you. All right, Holly, thank you very much. Uh, Tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Thank you, guys. Y'all can find me on Twitter at XOHolly. I'm always on SportsMath. Houston, of course, doing my recaps on Monday nights or Tuesdays for you guys. And my own website is holly.football. All right. There you have it. You can go uh, cyberstock cyber holly. No, please don't do that. Uh, but she she will, like, talk some trash about some football with you. So if, you, if, you, if you're into that, uh, go for it. So thanks again, Holly. We'll catch up with you next week. Thanks, guys. Or Bye. if you want to cyberstock Holly, you can cyberstock her by buying her jewelry from Kleins. Ooh. It's been around since 1969. They specialize in all types of jewelry. Watch and jewelry repair both. All stuff is manufactured in store. Original custom rings, original custom uh, jewelry. Bring, Go in that old jewelry box and stuff that you don't even pull out anymore. Go ahead, bring it to Klein. Let him... Make it into an original piece, something no one else has. There's no job too big or too small for Klein's jewelry. Loose diamonds, diamond engagement rings, diamond pendants, diamond earrings, any shape, any size. Don't go to the mall and get that overpriced jewelry. Go to Klein's where it's family owned and operated since 1969. Mark cares about his customers, and that's why he gives me his personal number for you to call him. 832 316 That's his personal number, and he wants you to talk, call him and tell him what it is that you're looking for. What? Is it that you want to have made that no one else has, that original piece? He, You can find him located at the corner of Westheimer and Fountain View, 5668 Westheimer Road, right past the Galleria. Don't stop at the Galleria and, talk, uh, and, and buy some overpriced jewelry. Five minutes down the road, and I guarantee you, you will save some money. One more time, 832-316-1388. That's Mark's personal number, Klein's Jewelry. It's bad and bullshit, bad. Cooking up with a oozy. My nigga's a savage, ruthless. Savage. We got thudders and hunter rounds too. My it's bad and bullshit, bad. Cooking up with a Twitter. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. Yeah. This is Moneyline975. 
on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. All right, we are back on Moneyline. I'm here with Jerry Bowe. I'm Josh Jordan. We got Cam behind the glass. And you know what? It is finally that time where I'm going to give you some fantasy sleeper plays. And Jerry's going to tell you who to bet on this week. So everybody, get ready. We're going to tell you what's up. Jerry, what do you have this week? Straight bets. Straight bets. Let's go with the New Orleans Saints plus one, plus 108. Now, I think this is a slight Rovi reaction because the Saints, traditionally, they come out slow weeks one and two. Last year, we saw just that, and then they went on the road to a divisional foe like today and smashed the Panthers. Look for the Saints to bring the money home today against a defense that's missing key players and now an offensive lineman that's the best tackle on the team. Look for the Saints to shine today. Ooh, I like that one. Teasers, the teaser of the week. A 10-point teaser. Bring down the Vikings from that historical 17-point spread and make them seven. Get the Chargers at seven and a half. You're already outside that key number of seven. So say you add 10 to that, now you got Chargers plus 17.5. I like it. And then in the the high-scoring shootout game of the week, you have the Chiefs and 49ers sitting at 54.5. If you do a 10-point teaser, it goes down to 44.5. If I don't see 44.5 points in that game, then then I'm, I'm, I'm quitting football. (laughs) <laughs> the people's parlay. The people's parlay. I'm going to do this real simple, and it's kind of correlate. It's called a correlation parlay. If you can get away with it, do it. And it's my thought is this, that the 49ers will score points today. I don't know if they'll win, but I think they'll keep it within that touchdown range. And if, for them to do that, then that means they have to score. We know that Kansas City will score on San Francisco. I'm hoping Jimmy G can score right back. So if both of those things happen and the 49ers keep the game close, that plus seven comes into play and the over flies. I like it, Jerry. And if you like the San Francisco 49ers to score today, we heard our man Josh say Kittle's a guy that he likes this week. So that might be somebody they throw the football to. So there we have it. There's Jerry's picks, guys. Get over to mybookie.ag. Get your bets in. And now I'm going to give you some fantasy plays. So if you know if there's some guys you want to bet the over the under on fantasy plays, you can get over to mybookie. So this week, I've got a few guys. And the guy that I really like is Will Fuller this week, Jerry. And it's because I think the Giants are a little banged up. We talked about it earlier. I think their pass rush kind of stinks. So I think Will Fuller is going to have himself a big day. Another guy I like this week is uh, Matt Breida. You said you think the 49ers are going to score some points. I think he's going to be the guy to get it done for you. I mean, especially in a PPR, guys. Now, what's cool about this Chiefs matchup is they're a top-five matchup for running backs. They've already given up 21 receptions to the running back position. And we haven't even played week three games yet. Breida's been catching a lot of passes. And you know the one thing about Alfred Morris that he's not good at? catching passes. So I think this is a good spot for Brita. I think Morris, I know he's getting a lot of the carries, but I think they're using him more of as like a, a run the clock out fourth quarter kind of guy. So I think Brita is somebody you definitely want to get on this week. And guys, Keelan Cole, I like him for the Jags. You heard Josh on earlier today. He really likes Blake Bortles this week. I think he's going to throw to Cole and, and get this stat here. The Titans are giving up over 52 fantasy points per game to the receiver position. 52. That's crazy. I know it's a little risky to start a Jags receiver, but he's the one you want to start. And the matchup's great. So if you're ever going to feel good, take a shot. I think Keelan Cole's a guy you go with this week. I think you keep rolling with Nelson Aguilar. I think that's a guy that winces back and he can't throw to Zach Ertz the entire game. So I think you roll with him. And I have a few tight end plays for you this week. I think you roll with Ebron again because Jack Doyle's officially out. Andrew Lex, he's not pushing the ball down the field, so I think Ebron could do it for you. And if you have the stones, I think you can look at Jesse James for Pittsburgh. I know it's kind of hard to trust him, and he's chasing some points from last week, but the Bucks are giving up over 20 fantasy points a game to the tight end so far this year. Keep in mind, it's a small sample size. We've only played a couple games, but if you're desperate, you're a guy like me, maybe Delaney Walker got hurt or Greg Olson got hurt, and you need a tight end. Jesse James is a guy that you can play this week. So I'll ask you, Jerry, is there anybody kind of some flex type guys anybody you're feeling good about this week 
I like Tyler Lockett. I mean, uh, under the radar guy, and we're talking about just straight flyers. I love it because what do they have over there right now? Brandon Marshall, he's more of the possession guy, older guy, lost a step. Tyler Lockett is that fly guy and the one that could run the, the, the straight routes. And that's what Russell is missing whenever he's missing his number one target. So now he's looking for someone that could fulfill that. Now, he used Will Disley, the, the tight end, uh, quite a bit. He has 10 targets. But I still think this is the moment where Tyler Lockett can can shine because he'll have – Anthony Brown on him, which is allowing the second most touchdowns last season. He allowed seven touchdowns out of the slot, Anthony Anthony Brown, and that's who's going to be holding him. So look for Tyler Lockett to fly. I like that. We were talking about this a little earlier with Dalvin Cook being out. You said you like Latavius Murray this week. Why don't you talk about him a little bit? Well, opportunity, and whenever Dalvin Cook went out last year, he averaged 18.5 touches per game. He's very reliable. You can't take him out inside the red zone running because that's what he's basically built for is that and running between the tackles and getting you those three four yard touchdowns that you need once you're inside that 10 so i really 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 like him i got a feeling that his ownership will be a little inflated but i uh, sometimes you just can't pass up on opportunity and i think you'll have that in a game that holds such a high spread it's it's it's, it's no other choice than whenever that second half goes up and they're up two, three scores, why are you going to go out there and keep showing everybody what you got when you're on a short week and you're playing um, a, short, a short week, I think the Rams next week. So why do you go all out right now and do that whenever you can just get up by two or three scores and just coast it on in, lean on the running game, and that's where Latavius Murray will get his. And to piggyback off of that, there's no more Jarek McKinnon, so Murray is literally going to get all the touches at the running back position. Yeah, it, so look for Murray to probably kill the clock in the fourth quarter this mm-hmm. week, gobble up some fantasy goodness for you. So go ahead and give him a chance. Here's a guy that you're probably starting him every week in seasonal, and he wasn't great last week, but Jordan Howard. And he has a great matchup. Right now, Arizona is giving up the most fantasy points to running backs right now. So, you know, Jordan Howard, he's a guy that he's not a sexy type pick. So maybe in daily, I know he doesn't catch a lot of passes either. But So he might be somebody that not everybody is on. And his matchup is fantastic. So Jordan Howard's a guy I think I would take a flyer on this week if you're looking for somebody that, you know, maybe a contrarian play, something like that. Um, what else do you have, Jerry? Who, who's somebody else you feel good about? I like the Jordan Howard play, and then the stat about Arizona uh, uh, giving up the most points and the most attempts is obviously because the game scripts have entailed that when they get down and these teams are blowing them out, then the teams just run out the clocks. They steady run it out, and that's exactly what Latavius Murray will see today, and that's why I think he will have so much opportunity. Another guy I like that goes off um, on a primetime game is Sony Michelle. Yeah. Now, we were wondering what they were going to do with him, and we saw just that. At 13 snaps, he had 11 touches. He had pretty much the same stuff that uh, that that, that uh, Burkhead had and, and much more times uh, uh, snaps, I'm sorry. So it's obvious to see what they want out of him. It's obvious to see that they're trying to get him in, but you're, Sony Michelle, by the end of the year, will be that guy leading that backfield. You know, he's a guy that I put in my lineup this week. You know, after I saw what he did last week, I'm feeling good about him. I'm willing to roll the dice and give him a shot as a flex this week. Uh, let's get into some quarterbacks. That's something we haven't really talked a lot about. A guy I like this week is Matt Ryan. And, we, you know, we talked about that Saints-Falcons matchup. Typically, they're pretty high-scoring games. And, you know, I, I think uh, Hooper somebody that Josh ADHD liked this week. So, uh so, yeah, you might want to consider him this week. Matt Ryan, he was fantastic last week. I don't think you're going to count on two rushing touchdowns from him every week like he did last week. But I think Matt Ryan's a guy you could, you could take uh, take in your lineup again this week. The total set at 53. He's thrown for multiple touchdowns in this series five out of the last seven meetings. He's coming off that four-touchdown performance where he threw for two. Surprisingly, he ran for two. So what is the defense he's going against? The one that allowed 417 and four scores to Fitzpatrick? Brian is sixth in air yards facing that defense that allowed fourth most pass yards and touchdowns and an 8.6 touchdown rate. It's perfect. It plays perfect for the scenario. And for some reason, I see a shootout in that game because both sides are missing key points. Yeah, and and it's indoors, so you know the weather's going to be good. I think a lot of fantasy points there. Another guy I like this week, and it's a game we've talked about. I kind of like Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he's a top 10 play this week. Where do you come out on Jimmy G? Well, The 49ers golden boy, he's averaged 34 pass attempts per game. That's the second lowest in the NFL. Game script dictated that, though. This week, game game script dictates 
the exact opposite. Facing a chief point uh, team that has allowed the most points to quarterback, that's 32.5 DraftKings points a game. And then they have, they've defended 111 pass attempts to two games. That's a lot. I mean, that, they're, they're seeing an average of 55 pass attempts per game. That's no surprise, though, because the Kansas City high-powered offense, whenever you're scoring, the defense has to go against you. And let's not let's – not, make a mistake and talk about the mistakes that we made in week one. Whenever one team is supposed to score, go ahead and target the opposing quarterback. So everyone's going to be on the Mahomes train and whatnot. And Jimmy G is just sitting there beautiful looking right there with his, <laughs> with his porn star friends and, and no one's getting them, you know, the two games, the, the chiefs had a lot, 800, uh, 850 pass yards and six touchdowns. That's, that's a ton. And this is prime for Jimmy G to shine. No doubt about that. So the other play I kind of like this week is I like Jordan Reed. And I think that I think he can bounce back. He wasn't great last week, but I like him this week. And, you know, Jerry, if if I was going to I wanted to bet on Jordan Reed for, you know, how many fantasy points, the over or the under, where would I go do that? My bucket. Football season's here. Let's make these games a lot more interesting. My Bucky AG is your place for that. Just remember who you're betting with is just who you're just important as who you're betting on. My Bucky AG is the online destination to get on action in on any game. They're safe, reliable, and they've been in business for years. That's what you're looking for. You don't want one of these pop-up shops that just pop up and just start all of a sudden offering lines and, and offering these bonuses and whatnot. And what are you even playing for? Because at the end of the day, you're never going to get paid. With my bookie, you don't have to worry about that. They offer live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for us fantasy guys, like Josh just said, hey, we think that so, uh, someone's going to be flexy this, this uh, week. We'll go out and go ahead and bet them to get more fantasy points than what they're projected. Go on your computer or your mobile phone right now and go to MyBookieAG and get your account started right now. And I mean right now. They'll match your uh, your deposit dollar for dollar. That's dollar for dollar on any deposit. Deposit 100. They're going to give you an extra 100. They're giving you money to beat them. Use promo code radio to activate the offer. That's promo code radio. That's mybookie.ag. And don't forget to use that promo code when you create the account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. Mybookie.ag. This is Nolan Ryan. You're listening to Houston's best sports talk, ESPN 97.5. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. On ESPN975.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. All right, we are back. You are listening to Moneyline on ESPN975. I'm joined by Jerry Bowe. We've got Cam behind the glass. I'm Josh Jordan. And last segment. We gave you some good flex plays. Jerry gave you some great gambling plays. We also had uh, at Fantasy ADHD on earlier in the show. He answered a lot of fantasy questions, gave out some great daily lineup advice. His name is Josh. He was fantastic. You can check out that segment on Podcast Arena. It's 1130 right now, so you still got some time before these games start. So in that true fashion, I guess we need to run down a lot of these games and try and hit them very quickly. I'm going to avoid the Texans-Giants game because I feel like we already covered that pretty well early in the show. If you want to hear that, go ahead and listen to Podcast Arena if you want to hear about that. So quickly, uh, Bills-Vikings. Let's uh, let's look at Bills-Vikings here, Jerry. And as far as from a fantasy point, we'll, we'll go with that first. I don't think there's anybody on the Bills you're starting this week, especially McCoy out. Uh, the Vikings, I think we talked about Murray. You're playing him. Obviously, you're playing Diggs, and you're going to play Thielen. Uh, Kirk Cousins, he, he might be somebody to play this week. The matchup isn't bad. Um, that pretty much mostly covers the fantasy angle. Any thoughts on those guys or any thoughts on, on betting this game? Well, Adam Thielen kind of sticks out to me because him and Diggs are pretty much, they, they, they one off each other, right? Thielen, he's got 25 targets. 
Diggs 19. But the thing that sticks out here is the air yards, and Thielen's got at least 60 more than him. Now, this week, who's get the better matchup? Cornerback Teron Johnson, he missed week two. That's who's supposed to be holding Thielen. His fill-in, Phillip Gaines, he dislocated his elbow. So now he's running against, I guess, a third guy. Thielen runs 62% of his routes out of the slot, and that's brought him back-to-back 100-plus yard performances. So look for him to eat. All right, I like that. Uh, I'm seeing the number anywhere from 16.5 to 17. Uh, that's risky to cover that, right, Jerry? Or just kind of stay away from that? Yeah, once numbers get that high, it's you're just going. I mean, you're guessing these are historical numbers. for A 17-point spread in the NFL is equivalent to a 35, 40-point spread in college. You know what I mean? You don't see them, and, and I mean, that's, that's that. Just stay away from it. I'm going to be staying away from it unless I'm teasing it. Like I said, tease it down on a 10-point teaser to 7, and the Vikings look real good at minus 7. There you go. Listen to Jerry, guys. You still got about 30 minutes to get over to my bookie and get your plays in. Uh, let's move on quickly here. Packers, Redskins. I was talking to Jerry a little before the show. He, he likes the Redskins to, to cover here. Uh, I'm kind of on the Packers, and so... I hope I'm right. That's my pick this week. That It's a minus three is the number. Aaron Rodgers is good to go. So I guess to explain to the people why you're kind of on Washington here, Jerry. Their defense. People think about these past defenses that are, you know, elite. And then you think about the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Rams. But then Washington is right there. They have allowed the least passing yards to uh, to receive or to quarterbacks or to opposing offenses. But even more important, Greg Minuski. This isn't nothing new to him. He's always had a top six pass defense and look for the same. Now, when you ask yourself, what has the Packers season been thus far? Two hard, hard fought games. They yeah. basically had to come back on that Bears game, taking a lot out of them. Then they bounce back next week and they go to overtime and tie. Now you're asking them to go to questionable weather with a quarterback that might not be 100% and to beat a defense that thrives on stopping the pass, now you're going to have to run in between the tackles, and that I find that hard. This is a classic 77% of the bets in Vegas are coming on the Packers. They're looking at it as a short spread, basically like, oh, all Aaron Rodgers has to do is win? That's a bet. Think about it in the bigger picture and think about the sharp action that's coming in on Washington, and that's the side I'll be on. There you go, and Hey, we'll see who's actually right after the games. The reason I do like the Packers is, like you said, that Bears defense and then having to go against that nasty Vikings defense, Mm -hmm. you know, just in my, you know, sometimes logic comes back to backfire. But to me, I feel like, you know, Rodgers has been like in the in the on deck circle swinging two bats. And now this week he puts down a bat and he's, you know, he's going to go in there because he's facing not nearly as good a defense. But Jerry says, if you look at the numbers, they are a pretty good pass defense. So there you go, guys. Let's hit it from a fantasy angle really quickly. You're starting Devontae Adams. I think you're starting Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I know I am. Uh, Jamal Williams, Aaron Jones, this is the week where I'd kind of like to stay away from those guys if I can because I just don't know how they're going to divvy up the touches there. So that scares me a little bit. If you need like a deep flyer, like a dart throw, maybe Geronimo Allison could come through this yeah. week. Um, he's somebody that um, that I know somebody that has a team where they don't have four net this week and they don't have much on their roster, but they picked up Allison as a flyer, as a flex. So they're going to start them this week. On the Washington side of the ball, like we said, we like Jordan Reed. Uh, is there anybody else on Washington you like from a fantasy standpoint, Jerry? I love Chris Thompson and what he's done this year. He's coming off that massive 13 catches for 92, and that's a lot of them are short. But, again, in day, the day and age of football we live in now, you use that running back as an as, as, a, as a way of extending your run game. So what do you get with Thompson? His usage is up 54%. His touches are 14, both up from last year, which was at 10 touches. They were said that they were going to ease him out. They didn't want him to have such high volume coming off those injuries and stuff, but the, he leads the uh, the Redskins in red zone targets. He leads them in targets, period. 21. Second person on that team is a tight end, Jordan Reed. So you're telling me that the, the running back has twice as many receptions as pretty much anybody on that team? That's the guy I want a part of. He's been really good this year, and let's kind of finish it up here. Adrian Peterson, really great week one. Week two, last week against the Colts, man, he only had 11 attempts for 20 yards, but he he's catching passes this year. He had three catches again last week. I'm kind of staying away from Adrian Peterson, just me this week. Uh, where are you at with him? 
Well, as long as the game script doesn't take him off of it, I think that the the way that the Redskins win this game is to extend drives, keeping the Green Bay offense off the field. How do you do that? Punching them right where it hurts. 4.8 yards a carry is what Green Bay allows. So if you can run up the middle and extend these drives with a game-managing quarterback like Alex Smith, that's how you pull off these upsets. All right, uh, quickly, we'll move on. 49ers Chiefs. We've talked quite a bit about this game. We both kind of like Garoppolo and, and maybe Kittle to do something here. On the Chiefs side, I mean, you're starting Tyree Kill. You're starting Kareem Hunt. Uh, you're starting Mahomes. You're starting Kelsey. Even Sammy Watkins might be flexed in some leagues. Um, I don't know. Is there anything on this game, gambling or fantasy or otherwise, that you want to hit on? I, I think we kind of talked about it a little bit already. I'm all over the plus seven San Francisco, and I still got a couple of plays I'm wanting to give out here. Uh, that's one of them. Plus seven San Francisco. I don't think that the Chiefs have enough to keep them off the field. It's going to be a back and forth game. And when you have a defense, we talked about getting back door. The back door cover is whenever you're you've got the spread one, but say it's it's a seven point spread and your team's up by thirteen. They have no risk of losing the game but they could they have the risk of losing your bet and they don't care about your bet they don't care about jerry sitting there with that miller light in his hand celebrating (laughs) they don't care about that they care about what is going on and how are they going to win so at the end of these games they they tend to run three times and punt run three times and punt while the other team is straight just driving it down there that's a it's a classic move of what you saw last week in the 49ers and lions game that game wasn't close that fourth quarter it was a blowout the the niners let off Lions come back. It looks like a three, uh, one score game. It never was that, and that's what happens with these team now. They go into to prevent defenses. They start backing up, backing up, backing up. The other team scores, and they never had a chance to uh, win. But you have a chance of losing your ticket. All right, good advice there, guys. Quickly, we'll move on. Oakland, Miami. We heard from Fred earlier today. He likes Miami at home to to cover the three points. Where are you at on this one, Jerry? That's a long flight. But I I kind of like the Raiders. I hate to go against Fred because he's you know knows this stuff better than I do. But I kind of like the Raiders. Where are you at on that? It's tough. This game to me is okay. Let's say preseason. Let's say we don't we haven't seen what we saw from the surprising Dolphins, and let's say that we still had I guess some kind of expectancy of the Raiders. This should be this is the even teams then right? They're even now. What what have you done for me lately in this league? And that's what we've seen. But lately as in 29 last games, the Dolphins are 7-22 and 22 as favorites of 3.5 or more points. So they don't play great in this spot. They're 6-11 as a favorite coming off a straight-up win as an underdog. Last week, underdogs, they won. How do they bounce back? That shows character in the team. And if a team gets too high off of being an underdog and winning or too low, then that's not what you're looking for for consistency. When you can catch them right in the middle, that's what I'm looking for. And the three-point spread seems to be right about the number that it should be at counting the negative uh, body clocks. I'm with you there. Uh, fantasy wise, you know, maybe you roll Amari Cooper cause he had a big week, even though man, the, the dolphins have a really good corner that, that might be able to shut him down a little bit. Um, you know, you're not starting car. Maybe Marshawn Lynch is your number two running back or your flex. I don't think that scares you too much. On the Dolphins side of the ball, you heard uh, at Fantasy ADHD, he kind of likes Kenny Stills again this week. Had a down week last week uh, and was really big in week one. So he looks for him to bounce back. Stills this week. Uh, you're probably starting Kenyon Drake just because you drafted him early, right? So he's somebody playing for you. And for me, I kind of like Tannehill. Everybody thinks he's terrible, but... He's better than you think. So the, the reason I like Tannehill is because he's dirt cheap uh, on daily. And I can't imagine a lot of people are like, yeah, I'm going to get Ryan Tannehill in my lineup today. <laughs> so that, that's part of my logic for picking him. Um, anything on the fantasy side that sticks out for you, Jerry, before we move on? Not so much. Um, you pretty much touched on everything. I think Kenyon Drake is a good uh, is a good start, but he's been out touching Frank Gore. Obviously, we knew that that was going to happen, but you still wondered, is Frankie going to take something away from him? That hasn't been the case. He's still getting his snaps, and I think as far as this game itself, I'm going to stay away, but as far as tournaments and DFS, these are the, like how I say, oof, that's an ugly game. I'm going to stay away. That's the kind of games you want to target. That's where you want to get players from because no one are going to have them. No one's, no one's looking at uh, throwing on their Ryan Tannehill jersey right now, unless it's my man right here from the A&M guy. But unless it's that, then you're not – waking up with uh, telling your kids let's go Tannehill like today. he's bringing home the bacon <laughs> you're right about that all right quickly we'll move on Colts Eagles on the Colts you're starting T.Y. Hilton you're definitely starting Ebron because Jack Doyle's out this week 
you know, Andrew Luck, you probably started and beat your starter. You roll with him. But, man, that's a tough matchup, though. You saw Matt Ryan look terrible in week one, and then he looked terrific last week. I think a lot of that had to do with having to play the Eagles in Philly. So keep that in mind if you have Andrew Luck. On the Eagles side of the ball, we love Nelson, Nelson Aguilar again. He's getting a ton of targets. You're starting Zach Ertz every week. And I think you take a shot on Carson Wentz. Um, that's kind of most of the the fantasy side. Is Do you, do you like any plays from a gambling perspective on this one, Jerry? Mm, it's tough. I like the under. I will be playing the under. It keeps com- dipping because supposedly the weather might not be all that great. It's Let's call it 47. I know it was 47 and a half, somewhere around there. I'll even, I'll even take off the half point from my side because I know it's moving against me. Mm-hmm. And that's my own fault because I didn't go to my bookie and bet this earlier during the week. I've explained to you these things, the, the importance of attacking the line when it's, when it's raw, when it's, when it's where you want it to be before it's heavily influenced by the public. So as far as gambling, that's what I see on the uh, fantasy aspect. I see that the the run game is going to be, to be tough for the uh, Colts. Not only that, it, the uncertainty behind it, but also the Eagles crush. They're allowing 2.68 yards a carry. That is nothing. So once you go up against a team like that that has uncertainty, who's going to dominate? Is it going to be Jordan Wilkins or Naheem Hines? Because I know Naheem Hines is more of the scat back, the, the, the pass catching guy. Yeah, you probably like him a little better in a PPR with with him. So, all right, guys, we're going to try and get to the rest of the games. And when we get to the other side of the break, you are listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. Twitter. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline 97.5. to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by Skywonder Pyrotechnics. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan. All right, we are back on Moneyline. I'm Josh Jordan, joined by Jerry Bow. We got Cam on the other side of the glass. And, uh... I don't know. I think we better hit the rest of these games, Jerry. What do you think, my man? Let's go. All right, here we go. Let's jump into it. All right, uh, let's talk a little bit about Titans-Jags. We already busted on Fournette a little bit for him not playing this week, so make sure you have him out of your lineup. He's not going to play. I think TJ Yeldon's a guy where if you're desperate, you can roll with him this week. We talked about Blake Bortles. We kind of like him this week, and Keelan Cole. So... And even Josh liked those guys when he was our guest on earlier during the show. So I think you can roll with them. You're always rolling with that Jags defense. Looks like the Titans, they're they're going to be starting Blaine Gabbard again. So uh, I don't know if there's anybody I'm excited to start on the Titans. You know, maybe Lewis, but I'm not excited about it because the matchup's so bad. Uh, any takeaways from this one, Jerry? Ugh. It's yeah. basically the only thing I can say <laughs> about that. I mean, the Fournette news, so I guess that, Another week of Yeldon, another week of seeing what I guess Tennessee can bring to the table. But, I mean, what do we get from a Corey Davis, someone that we, we want to break out, but in a sub, sub-par matchup, it's just I'm staying away as a whole. This yeah. game stinks. It just It's a 10-point spread. They've sat Fournette out. I think that he, if it was a playoff game, he would have played. So that just goes to show you what they think about the actual matchup itself. It's not scary to them. They just This is where you just kind of coast it in, and I don't think – I think Blake Bortles' numbers last year, uh, last week were like that because they had to be. They knew that they had to punch the Patriots right in the mouth. They had to run those rub routes. They, had, they, they ran a spread offense, and that's why he threw those four touchdowns. So it's, it, it comes to a point to where you just ask yourself, what, what, what is the game script going to entail in this game? And I could see it just being low scoring, ugly, the, 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 the Jaguars open it up, and then they just kind of coast it on in. I'm with you, and we talked about Keelan Cole earlier it could be an ugly game, which could cause you to stay away. But if you need a flyer, the matchup, you can't beat it. Titans giving up over 52 points a game to the receiver position. Mm. Uh, Mal- Malcolm Butler getting beat a little bit. Uh, Fuller got him last week. We'll see if Cole can do it this week. Um, let's. Is there anything about from a gambling perspective you like on this one? No, the spread's a little out of hand. Like I said, the, the low total, but with the big number, usually that's a that's a 
a tip let me go ahead and give you. If you ever see a low total, those 43, 44, but it has a big spread, it's usually a correlation to if the low, the spread's going to be low, then why not take the 12 points? I mean, how's the game going to open up that, by that much? And that's something that if you go to Vegas and you try to hit those games where it's got a low total but a big spread, they'll, uh, they won't even take your bet because they'll say it's a correlation parlay. So Interesting. All right, uh, let's move on then. Uh, quickly, uh, Bengals-Panthers. Uh, Bengals, you're starting your A.J. Green. I even kind of like Andy Dalton a little bit this week. You know, if you're desperate, I'm not starting him. You know, I don't know if he's top 10, but he's right outside of that. Um, Geo, you're probably playing Geo this week since, you know, Mixon's out. I don't know if the matchup's great, but you got to love the amount of work he's going to get. Uh, Cam, I don't think there's anything too scary for him in this one. You're starting McCaffrey every week. Um, maybe you're starting Funches too. Any takeaways from this one, Jerry? Under Bill Lazor, the offense coordinator over there in Cincinnati, whenever mixing was missing, uh, Geo's touches were 17, 17, 18, and 30. So that just goes to tell you the amount of volume and the he believes in them. And also, Geo is a better pass blocker than what Mixon is. So, And even when Mixon is in, you'll catch Geo in on those those crucial situations that you might need somebody back there that, that Dalton could trust. And I think Geo is a, a fantastic play. All right, uh, we're, we're getting close to out of time, so we're going to go a little quicker. Broncos, Ravens, I, I think you're starting Emmanuel Sanders. Um, I don't know if I'm really too excited about any, you know, even Demarius Thomas is starting to, ugh, you know, he hadn't been great. He's been a little banged up. Um, I don't know if I really love anybody in this game. Any, any thoughts, Jerry? Ugh, again, you yeah. know, it's like <laughs> once we get, I don't know, it's because we save him for the end or what, yeah. but it just, it just doesn't stick out to me overall, and I'm passing it as a whole. Okay, um, let's quickly move on then. Saints-Falcons, I think we talked a lot about this one already. Are you cool? We just move on from that one. Yeah, and just real quick, just everybody that thinks it's always a shootout, the last four times they've played, it's gone under. Now the the injuries on the Atlanta side of the bar, two guys that are real crucial to that defense, and and Neal and Jones. So keep that in mind and look for the Saints to have that. They're going to bounce back at one point or another. One of these times you're going to look up, they're going to have 40 on the board, and it could be today. I think Tevin Coleman could do really well because the middle of the field with those injuries, with the linebacker and the safety. So look for Coleman to maybe have a big game. Uh, Chargers-Rams, I think we need to spend a little time on this one. This is one of the just pure football best games, I think. You know, the battle of L.A. here, Chargers-Rams. Um, I kind of like, obviously, you like Gurley. I don't know if I love the receivers outside of Cooks this week for on the Rams side. As far as the Chargers, you're starting Keenan Allen, but you're just hoping he gets in the slot a lot this week because we know the Rams are they're loaded at cornerback. And you're starting Melvin Gordon every week because he's been fantastic. But I think he might be a little touchdown dependent this week. He was even last week. What he he had almost no yards and like three touchdowns, right? So there's definitely going to be some points scored in this game. Where are you at with this? This is a really good matchup, Jerry. This should be actually a, a fun game to watch. And that's why I love the spread itself. There's places that are giving you 7.5. So you're getting right outside that touchdown. And I think it's a little bit of an overreaction. The Rams are really, really fan favorite of a team. They're easy to love, right? A high-powered offense, the number one pick in Gurley in, in fantasy this year. So they're they're extremely easy, easy to love. But how much better are they than the Chargers? You know, the Chargers defense is stout, and I think this is going to be a wonderful game to watch. Seven and a half is crucial to having this kind of matchup. I'm with you. And, guys, you know, this is a 3 o'clock slate, so you still got plenty of time if you want to you want to get some action on this game. So that's why we're doing these 3 o'clock games here at the end. Uh, so Bears-Cardinals, let, let's move on quickly. I, I said earlier today I love Jordan Howard because the Cardinals just give up a ton of production to the running back position. So I like him this week. Um on the other side of the ball, the Cardinals, ugh, you know, once again, I think Larry Fitzgerald's supposed to play. David Johnson's starting to worry me a little bit. He was terrible last week. Thoughts on Bears, Cardinals? Yeah, you know, earlier we talked about Jordan Howard, and one of the biggest things in the beginning of the season was how many touches is Tariq Cohen going to take away from Howard? Well, the thing is, is he hasn't. Tariq Cohen's yeah. been averaging five touches a game to Jordan Howard's 19. Jordan Howard's yards just haven't been there. So if you're worried about picking up Howard because of Cohen, don't do it. Pick up Howard because this defense he's playing sucks. So I think Howard is a must-go to. There you go. And I think with Cohen, if you own him, it might be time. You might be able to just straight cut him now. They're just not really using him that much. Um, the Cinderella story is over. Yeah, it really is. Um, anything else on this one before we move on, Jerry? No, that's good. He touched on the on the, on the the Howard part, and the only thing that sticks out to me is the – the trust that Mitch Trubisky has in Allen Robinson. If you watched that game the other night, he just kept going at him and going at him. So, yeah, I love that. All right.
So uh, quickly, Cowboys-Seahawks, we talked about that one quite a bit. Uh, what was your final take on that gambling-wise, Jerry? I don't see how these defenses are going to stop the other the opposing offenses. This is the game where I guess Russell Wilson can bounce back. You know what I mean? It's not that he's having terrible performances, but it doesn't look so well. So this is the game that I believe that he could bounce back. And I, I, I truly want to see this game, not for the entertainment purposes, but for for information gathering, you know, to see who these guys really are. time to put your name on something everyone this week who are you putting your name on josh well man this one's kind of tough but i'm gonna go with matt Breida this week i think uh, he's gonna catch a lot of passes so i like him this week remember the chiefs have given up already 21 catches to running backs this year so matt Breida, put my name on it cam an undefeated is going down this week the chargers are taking down the Rams. I think the running backs for the Chargers are going to have a big game. 24 combined uh, catches for uh, Gordon and Eckler the first two games. I think that's what's going to beat the Rams. And Jerry, what do you have? What are you putting your name on this week? I'm going to put my name on three little bets real quick. The Lions-Pets flying over. The Tampa Bay Steelers uh, game over. And then the Eagles-Colts under. Those three games I'm putting my name on. We want to thank you for join, joining us again on another wonderful week here at Moneyline. We really, really, really appreciate you guys. All right, guys. If you're going to bet those games, you know you were, you need to do it. You need to do it. My bookie, guys. Football season here is here. Make the games a little, how about a lot more interesting with my bookie AG. Just remember... Who you're betting on is just important as who you're betting with. MyBookie AG is the online destination to get some action on any game. They're safe, reliable. They've been in business for years, and that's why I recommend them. And when you win, they pay. They have live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for us fantasy guys, yeah, me, Jerry, Cam, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score in each game. So get on your computer and go to MyBookie.ag and get your account started. Now, if you do it right now, they'll match your first deposit dollar for dollar, guys. You put in 200 bucks, they're going to match it 200 bucks, okay? So you just want to use the promo code RADIO to activate that offer. Go to mybookie.ag today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E.ag. And don't forget to use the promo code RADIO when you create your account to claim your bonus. Guys, you play, you win, you get paid. Mybookie.ag. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975.